So we're here to talk about real live rock and roll shows that we have all seen. Bob Dylan live in 2023. I mean, it's uh, Stephen. I feel like I gotta just turn it over to you because this, this is your first time seeing Bob in years at this point. First time since we started the podcast earlier this year. Feels like a really just. Uh, I'm stoked for you. Yeah, this uh, these these two shows that we saw in uh, October. Uh, first time seeing Bob in uh, f- uh, four years and. Uh, pretty much to the day. I think I was the last time I saw him. It was like September of 2019 uh, on that awesome fall 2019 tour that we've already talked about on this mm-hmm. show. And uh, it's funny because he had played in Milwaukee on t- uh, in 2021, November 2021. It was the beginning of this tour, and. Uh, Unfortunately, he played on my daughter's birthday, so I could not go to the show. Uh, very rude of Bob to do that, by the way. He could have like <laughs> played a few days earlier in Minnesota, very close to Milwaukee. It's his home state. It's the North Country. And he still has not played the North Country on the Rough and Rowdy Ways tour. And I know I've brought this up before on this show, but... Uh, very rude of Bob because I feel like he's played many other places in America and also in Europe and in Japan. Still has not played Minnesota. I don't know if he's going to be doing it in 2024. That'd be great if he was going to be doing that. Um, but at any rate, yeah, it was it was amazing to see these shows. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, come into extremely good seats. In the fourth row, center. Dead basic, center. Basically, like, eye to eye with Bob. Like, when he when Bob is sitting at the piano, like, we were, like, right there with Bob. You could see every little facial expression going on with him uh, for both shows. And it was amazing with both shows because on the Wednesday night show that Rob and I went to, I feel like... He was more talkative. He said thank you a lot after every song. <laughs> he also acknowledged that this was the city that he began the Rough and Ready Ways tour. I, I, I'm usurping our, our format here. This is like the Bob Talk segment of our show. That's all right. Like, he mentioned, like, oh, this is like where we started the tour. And, uh, you know, like, we're back here in Milwaukee. And then on Thursday, he didn't talk as much, but then he varied up the set list, and there were various moments that we saw where we could see him changing the set list in real time, which was incredible. Like, we saw him talking to the band before they did Truckin', and it was clear that they were signaling to change the set list, you know, which was amazing. And then... At the end of the set, we could see Bob reach for the harmonica on the piano. Mm. And he's going to do the harmonica solo, which he didn't do the night before. So, I don't know. It was it was an amazing two nights. Um, and this is an amazing, you know, ongoing tour that we get to see. And it's just great to see, like, how he's doing these same goddamn songs every night. <laughs> but, like, he's doing them different. 
And it'll be fun to kind of dive into that as we talk about these these shows. Um, just like how he continues to evolve this set. You know, that he's not changing, but in his own way, he's changing every night. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I mean, it's flabbergasting. Speaking of someone who's now seen, what is this, uh, four, five, I guess this is the sixth Rough and Rowdy show that I've seen. It's, uh, I can't, I can't believe how rewarding it is to come back to these shows again and again and see, just see where he's at and where these songs are at months, you know, months apart from one another, even though it is virtually just like (laughs) down the line with, you know, one or two exceptions here and there and almost, you know, identical set list every single night. It's um, just the, the emotional experience of being in the room is so distinct and different and just rewarding on a whole other level, you know, um, uh, than almost any other kind of live show that I go to uh, these days. You know, it's it's like, it, it's it's almost unfair to think of this, you know, a Bob Dylan live show in 2023 in the same way that you think of, you know, just a, a regular, like, rock show that you go out to um, on a Friday night or whatever at, at lo- the local club. It's like, um, it's, 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 there's so much more happening there. And, and the, for me, at least, you know, kind of the, the, depth of my lived experience or whatever i don't even know uh is is so much more wrapped up in what's happening there on the stage it's 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 an experience unlike any other one thing i wanted to say yeah um well i i, I want to make it clear that i appreciate steve's incredible seats and the opportunity to sit so close to dylan <laughs> and, and view him so up close I found it incredibly distracting <laughs> to be <laughs> like 10 feet away from bob dylan which I, every time i've seen him I feel like it takes me part of the show to just get over the fact that that's Bob Dylan. That's Bob like, Dylan right up there. on stage. Yep. Like one of the most like important figures of like the last century is like standing, you know, uh, not far from me. And usually it's a lot farther on Saturday. It was farther in Chicago. I was up in the balcony, the lower balcony, really nice seats. You could kind of like see down onto him playing piano. You couldn't see his hands, but you could see him sort of, you know, leafing through the lyric book and rubbing his hair and all that stuff. And I enjoyed that. Um, But I got used to it and felt experienced it more as like a concert earlier in the set in Chicago than in Milwaukee, where I thought, oh, I'll be used to seeing Dylan. I just saw him a few days ago. I'm going to get over it from the start. But having him be like, you know, 10 feet away was like it it took me two thirds of the set before I was finally like, okay, I can just like soak this in. It was really incredible. Of, I yeah. I, I know exactly how you feel. It was like, you know, because uh, I I same thing as you, like any of the other shows that I've seen on this tour, you know, I've had good or better, you know, good or worse seats, you know, on on at any given show, but none anywhere near what these seats were like. And just being and and I mean, with the, the stage presentation, you know, it's so stripped down and, and bare. It's even more stripped down than it has been up until now, which which we'll uh, get to, I'm sure. The 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 opportunity to just like laser focus and just witness every like you were saying, even every fucking facial facial uh, uh, interaction, every every twinge of his mouth, and every you know uh, 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 enunciation of every lyric uh, in every song. It, it was uh, kind of like it, it was. Un- un- I wasn't really prepared for. It. I didn't really realize like how striking it was going to be, and just how ins- a how insane the set the seats were going to be, and b how just uh, uh, different an experience it was going to be to have this like 
really, you know, uh, intimate, uh, I got to say, like um, uh, relationship with Bob that night. Obviously, he didn't have that same relationship with me, but it, um, I don't know, there's, there's, there's a whole other aspect of things when you are right fucking up there with him right in front of you and you can just be there with him. Well, and can I just say too that like because Rob and I were together, it was inevitable that we would have the biggest chompers in the world <laughs> behind us yeah. at the Wednesday show. We had we had some drunken ass chompers just talking and like cackling their asses off behind us. Yeah, a lot of us. giggling. It was What's awful. there to giggle at? What yeah. throughout the entire show? Because they were just fucking drunk. They were like drunken fucking baby boomers behind us. Like just awful. And I was was doing like the half turns every, you know, like 10 minutes. And like Rob is like, you know, Mr. Cool. He's not doing anything. (laughs) I'm doing half turns all the time. Because they're like, they're just like drunken fucking baby boomers who can't shut the fuck up. And it just turned into a thing where I'm like, I'm going to like just... Zero in on Bob, and I'm not going to worry about this. But it was definitely like a negative aspect of the Wednesday show. Thursday show, no chompers at all. It was perfect. But I just feel like because Rob and I were together, there had to be some chompers in the house. And it was just like our shared energy was going to attract that. And I don't know. It It was like a little bit of a damper, but it was still great. And I'm just saying this right now. I don't want to like bring chomper energy into like <laughs> the dissection of the shows, but like you know, you can't deny it. Like when there's when there's just drunken idiots behind you who will not shut the fuck up. You know, it's gonna damper it, but you have to decide that it's not gonna ruin it for me. I'm gonna power through, and it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, that's my attitude. I'm stoic about it. Just trying to <laughs> yeah, trying you're, filter it out. Grin and bear it. And I took and I took inspiration from you because you are <laughs> a better stoic anti chomper than I am. I have to do the I have to do yeah. the like the the, the like, passive the, the ha- like guys, yeah, without saying yeah. anything. Just I have shoot to them do a thing. Yeah. Cuz you, you feel like if I'm going to do the turn behind me, maybe you'll acknowledge this, but they, you know, they didn't do anything and mm. you know at some point you have to be like okay the passive aggressive half turn back is not going to do anything and you have to, you have to power through yeah it's, it's such a strange thing to me that that you would still get people that you do still get people like that at a bob dylan show in 2023 cuz like don't 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 you realize by now what you're getting yourself into like if you're just coming to like hang out and like you know you know pound a couple cold ones and like have a good time and and chuckle and giggle or whatever like this is not the place to be doing that <laughs> it's just that's, you're not going to virtually have a good time. everybody else at the front of the theater had that attitude, except for these people oh, that were directly yeah. behind us. There we was a the, lady like dancing in front of us for a few songs, but I think the uh, combined, you know, glare of thousands of people eventually <laughs> got her to sit back down. <laughs> but even like 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 a dancing lady, I can get yeah. behind that. I like, like a dancing lady because you're into the show. But it's like, oh, you're just like talking to your friend and you're laughing. That I don't get into at all. You know, that is like, you're not into the show, you're distracted, you should be ejected, you should be shot into the sun, (laughs) 
and you don't get to go to a show anymore. Like that should be the punishment for that. But, Though I will say anyway. that, like, I don't think a lot of I, I, I've become so I don't know Joker pilled or Dylan pilled, however you want to say it. Uh, and obviously knew exactly what I was going into as far as set list and sound and everything about this tour. But it, I talked to people, you know, at both shows, and they did not realize what they were getting. Like really? we all know that it's going to be the Ref and Rowdy Way set list, but huh. there were still a lot of people who were like, "Oh, does he play? You know, Watchtower? <laughs> play like a Rolling Stone?" And I'm like, "All right, I'm going to set your expectations now. He is not playing any of that. It's going to sound completely different, but it's going to be amazing. So just try and like recalibrate now." And then explaining it to people afterwards, like I'm like, "Oh, it was great. He played piano the whole show. He played 90% new stuff." Like, like, and, you know, all these things, none of the old songs sounded like they normally do. They weren't even, like, popular songs. Like, and my parents, I was telling my parents this, and they're like, well, you know, why did you like this show? It sounds terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, it was, like, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen, of course. Yeah. Uh, no, that is totally true. It's like, yeah, like, it's the bizarro world version of, like, what's great about a Bob Dylan show and we are in the bizarro world. Like we live in that world, but like in the normal world, they don't think that that's like what Dylan should do. It should be like, Oh yeah. Are you doing like tambourine man? Are you doing like rainy day women? Are you yeah. doing you know, like all the usual God, if hits? Did rainy day women. I'd be so fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> if that's like the, the first old song he brings back. <laughs> yeah. God, that's 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 funny to think about though, because I mean, uh, like obviously, you know, he is Bob is playing, you know, these shows at these theaters, and there's you know thousands of people going to them every night, and I'm sure many of them are maybe not exactly like us, you know, this far gone, but you know, far gone enough to know what you're what they're getting themselves into. But I guess there are just some you know fucking people every night that are like, oh hey, Bob Dylan's coming to town. Wouldn't it be great to see him play like Rolling Stone and Tangled Up in Blue? <laughs> All right. Uh, 